0: Hi, I'm Lianri, I'm CEO at Codec. I lead the business day to day looking after our wonderful people and brilliant clients. Um, Codec is a cultural intelligence platform. We're working with clients to better understand and empathize with audiences who we call communities
1: through AI powered understanding of the content that they consume. Lianri, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Really nice to be with you. So you spoke a little bit about Uh, the company that you run, Codec. Let's talk a little bit about some of the things that uh, you are doing there. Um, I understand that you focus when it comes to connection, both at the individual collective level. AI is a huge part of media advertising marketing these days. What do you anticipate this is actually going to look like 18 months from now? I think it's a really interesting
0: question um, and I'll just dust off my crystal ball for you. (laughs) Um, I think um, some of the areas that are uh, really interesting and I think could be um, a call for creators and brands, if you look at the way that like um, AI is being applied to um, sort of the next situation of sort of dynamic creative so Dali came out earlier this year um, and you know that's as simple as like putting in a piece of text and automatically having images generated right, that's like the you know rapid creation of creative and um, what does that mean for individual creators, what does that mean for brands, if that you know can continues to kind of go in that space Um, it's really interesting Um, I think as well we'll probably continue to see um, uh, uh, playing out the kind of AI as curator um, that we've been seeing such you know growth within and I think TikTok's probably the you know, best example of um, really kind of winning there, but how the kind of you know algorithm learns from you really rapidly um, and can actually continue to learn from you, so you can change it back and forth in different directions depending on how you you know engage with that. Um, and I think that, that that journey will kind of um, continue, um, and we'll look at sort of where the the lines are and how much people want things to be powered by AI or how much they want it to sort of be directed and driven by AI. So I think that kind of journey um, will kind of be quite. Uh, um, uh, cyclical um, in the way that like that um, that evolves so yeah I think you know the kind of space for creators and creative um, sort of by AI is
1: really interesting at the moment. Interesting now besides AI I understand your company is doing a lot of interesting things when it comes to helping brands understand culture and community why why is that important for brands to embrace culture and community? Um, it's super important, right? We've been talking about
0: the power of community and culture since we started and kind of being at um, a lot of events recently and hearing what brands were talking about was that in Cannes, it um, was at um, Adweek a few weeks back, it was at um, you know, Madfest, and everyone is speaking about um, the opportunity and the power of communities now. So it's great to kind of see that coming through. Um, you know, I think um, increasingly we are con- um, living in really uncertain times, as we know, like from all areas, social, political, economic, Um, continual sort of changes, Um, sometimes shocks, you know, really sort of change life and there is kind of like no normal. It's like the absence of normal is no normal. Um, And I think because of this instability and also just because of the way um, more um, people are kind of living um, increasingly digital lives um, as a kind of, you know, part of their their daily routines, um, it's never been more important for brands to really invest in understanding what what makes people tick, um, what they care about, what they're passionate about, how they self-identify rather than maybe the boxes that um, we might want to put them in demographically. Um, and understanding that, understanding what those communities um, congregate around, how they, um, what kind of symbolism they use, you know, what that kind of um, opportunity space is for a brand. Um, if you pay attention, if you immerse yourself in that, you know, that culture, um, you'll learn it back in the way that your brand will grow. You know, you'll create that shared value. Um, and when we call that kind of community capital, we think that kind of magic space that exists when brands really understand um, their audiences, their communities, um, find ways to add value to them um, and see the kind of impact on their own brand um, reputation, growth and, and sales.
1: I don't want to give I don't want you to give any state secrets away, but I'm curious, are there brands, whether they're clients of yours or otherwise, that are leading the way when it comes to, you know, building community, embracing culture? Absolutely. Um, We work with some fantastic brands um, and uh, lucky enough to work
0: with um, Adidas at the moment. Um, But I think their journey um, uh, over the years and particularly in the last few years around Web3 has been just phenomenal to kind of watch. Um, They've really um, embraced a really loyal community um, that's very active um, in terms of Web3 across Twitter and Discord. Um, They really understood the, the opportunity to kind of collaborate with existing creators in the space. So entering like really authentically understanding and learning from people who'd already owned their, um, you know, their their space there. Um, And, you know, we've seen lots of kind of um, successful sort of NFT collections coming off the back of this um, with well-known creators. Um, And, you know, just that you can see the hype and the kind of following that they've um, uh, achieved through that kind of more um, community-based approach to how they they landed there.
1: If you don't mind, I want to take a little deeper dive into maybe what Adidas has seen or maybe companies like them that have invested in NFTs, Web3, Metaverse, you know, all of these sort of new web uh, technologies and platforms. What made it easy or simple or inviting for Adidas to participate there that other companies look at and they're hesitant to?
0: Yeah, I think that's um, a really interesting question, right? Because um, what's the what's the barrier? Um- I think anyone who's kind of um, entering into the metaverse or thinking about NFTs from a brand perspective or an individual level, um, there definitely are are barriers. And there's a lot of knowledge um, and expertise that um, uh, some people have, some some businesses have, some creators have, that maybe isn't as widespread. So I think that can feel like a real um, barrier to entry. Um, But I think that, as I said, I think the difference for brands like Adidas who've really entered credibly is um, they had uh, lots to offer, but also kind of really partnered with people who already were working in that space and used that um, uh, that to be really authentic and to kind of learn from, um, to create interesting and valuable, um, you know, partnerships for the community. So I think that's, that's the piece, you know, learning from collaborating with, listening and understanding to your community and understanding your community and using that to drive any of the kind of um, communications, you know, the outreach that you're doing.
1: I want to talk more about, um, you know, sort of this future thinking, what's next in terms of media and advertising. But before I get to that, I want to take a little bit of a different, uh, tackle a different question here. Uh, you're part of uh, WACL uh, in uh, in Europe. I'm curious, why is membership in that important to you? And as an industry, are we doing better when it comes to the larger question of diversity in the c-suite equal pay diversity in commercials where's there room for improvement Uh, i I know it's a big question but i'm wondering if we, we might be able to tackle that a little bit here
0: yeah um, so for those who don't know, um, WACL stands for Women in Advertising Communications Leadership, um, so a uh, uh, very obvious name, but essentially working um, an organisation of senior female leaders um, across the industry um, with a kind of central mission to accelerate gender equality across the industry. Um, it's a fantastic network of brilliant women that I'm really um, proud and um, lucky to be part of. Um, there's uh, We Support range of um, uh, women in the industry through kind of mentoring um, talent awards um, we look at, um, we drive a kind of headline campaign called Flexible First which is all about bringing um, uh, flexibility, flexible working onto the agenda of more businesses and helping break down the barriers um, because we know that actually flexible working is um, beneficial for all but disproportionately affects um, women um, returning back into the workforce and and, and beyond. Um, I'm actually going in this year to be the co-chair of the campaign Committee. Um, So, really excited about pushing that work forward. Um, And I think it's um, really important in the industry when you're talking about um, diversity and and, and leadership that there are kind of really uh, prominent female leaders um, uh, that, you know, more junior people enter in the industry, um, you know, can kind of look to and understand um, uh, what they stand for and um, and what opportunities might exist for them in their future careers.
1: are we, I wonder if we could tackle the second part of that. Are we Are we doing a better job? You know, where is there room for improvement? Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, it's, um, it, I think that um, having been in the industry as long as I have, shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> um, I think that I could definitely see where things, have changed um, over the years, um, and you know, um, as a black female in the industry, I can remember being um, one of two uh, black women in a company of over nearly two hundred people. Um, you know, early in my career, um, whereas. I think that that has changed and I can see that um, there is um, progress that's been made Um, where I would say that there's still a lot of work to be done um, is the fact that the changes that have been made are probably the impact of a lot of um, very hardworking individuals and and organizations that have been pushing the agenda for a really long time Um, and I think that actually it's something that the industry has been um, saying they want to move forward but whether collectively everyone is putting the right amount of effort and energy behind just changing the narrative for life um and uh it being a space where actually it's not you know we're not having to talk about how to make a space more inclusive or more diverse because it just already is and that means that um uh people um you know whatever their background are um feel safe feel wanted feel valued Um, so I think that that kind of, um, journey that the industry is on can definitely still be accelerated, um, by, I suppose maybe the, the less, um, uh, the less, uh, the people you wouldn't expect to be pushing that narrative, um, need to kind of, uh, get more involved and drive that, you know, where, if you've got a position of power, this is the time for you to make an
1: impact. Absolutely. So let's talk about the future a little bit more, uh, You talked uh, earlier on about uh, being at Advertising Week uh, in London, uh, being at Cannes for the uh, conference and an award show there. From what you saw, and I know we talked a little bit about Web3, maybe other than that, what's next in advertising and marketing?
0: so it was um it was really interesting there was a lot of chat um about web3 there was still a lot of chat about the metaverse um there was um there was still a lot of um discussion about uh the right place, the right entry points whether to enter <laughs> whether it would be sustainable as um you know a, a channel to kind of connect with your your audience um, so I, I think that, that that's definitely not going anywhere um, and is super interesting. What I actually saw a lot of in those spaces was um, coming back to kind of core um, values. So understanding the value that um, tech has and data has in terms of understanding your audience, but thinking about the kind of core brand building um, uh, strategies that, um, you know, that brands need today and how that can kind of enhance it. Um, so there was a lot of talk about brand purpose and how that can drive businesses, um, you know, business change um, and what role kind of technology has in that. Um, We, you know, at Kodak work a lot with brands understanding um, the unmet needs of communities and using that to help shape brand purpose. So I think that there's, um, uh, it was really interesting to kind of see um, a lot of talk about sustainability, innovation in that space um, as well from a uh, technological point of view. Um, But yeah, how to kind of move purpose really ingrained to the mission of the brand. Um, and a lot closer to um, uh, than it's ever been. Um, As I mentioned, all the conversations were about the power of community in one way, shape or another. And I think it was um, just so important to see brands really recognising the empathy that's needed um, now is is next level more than ever before. Um, And Then I guess, um, lastly, again, one of the um, uh, other kind of key themes was um, with people. And there was a lot on equity and diversity in the industry. Um, And I think probably lots of people have uh, uh, different opinions about whether there was um, enough action or talk, you know, or whether of talk um but the um uh the point was that i think it was a very clear and consistent theme from uh pretty much um everyone talking at a lot of these events um and i think what makes uh this kind of conversation really useful is it helps round out the conversation about what equity really means what we're talking about when we meet when we say diversity um it's um you know it's not as simple as just saying well we had um some black people in our last advert um so we've done that now. Right. So I think uh, these conversations are really valuable to help shape um, the future and make you know make more sustainable change in our industry. Um, how do we kind of make sure that there's value for the communities that are um, engaged with or are being showcased, or um, where culture is um, potentially being corrupted? Um, how does that um, you know become a valuable um, opportunity space for that that community and that culture? um and then there was just a lot about talent as well that was really interesting um you know and just the the connection between um brands brand purpose retaining talent um you know uh, because when we talk about people and understanding them we're still talking about people who work in our businesses as well as like audiences that we're targeting so i think um you know, it's been really interesting to see more than ever. Um, we, we've definitely spoken to brands about this, but this understanding that, you know, you've got communities in your workforce, you've got communities in, you know, in your, you know your teams and your colleagues, um, and um, and being able to understand and better serve them is going to be um, really critical to how successful, you, you know, your your business is, your brand is.
1: Lianri, thank you so much for speaking with me today. I really learned a lot. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Really enjoyed it.
0: Power your advertising. Working with Active International enables you to fund your advertising using your company's own products, assets, or even services. We have over 30 years' experience connecting and bringing value to businesses all over the globe, helping many brands scale up into household names. Want to achieve more from your marketing spend? Contact Active International today.